0: No intro, no music. Uh, I, I guess we could consider this like an emergency podcast, schedule release. I don't even know why I'm doing... I don't know why I'm hosting the podcast. I've gone over my... my a lot of commitment of episodes. <laughs> I said I was going to do hashtag Thanks Twitter podcast. It's back. Um, this is actually the first show that we're doing that we don't actually have a guest. So... Uh, sorry to disappoint no, no, no. people, <laughs> people will be upset like it's just them two. Um, <laughs> but Ryan or I are back. You can follow Ryan on Twitter, uh, at that boy wolf. We're doing an emergency podcast talking about uh, the release, we're gonna talk about the, for the release. Um, so we'll, we'll just get into it. Um, Ryan texted me. I was I was half asleep. This episode was not going to happen. Um, I was half asleep <laughs> at seven thirty on a Friday night, living in Los Angeles. So that's how you know how quarantine's going. Um, but I think we'll we'll first
1: start with the Warford news.
0: Um, that's that
1: good sleep though, man.
0: Yeah, thank, thank you.
1: Friday, for- you know, you don't have to go to work the next day. I didn't work today, but what you- well, shit. <laughs> Thank you for, for ruining it, Ryan. I
0: appreciate it. Uh, but, yeah, it, w- it was good. Ho- hopefully, after we're done with this episode, I can kind of just get back into it, and but we'll see. Uh, we'll start with the Warford news. Uh, I believe Ian Rappaport was the first to report it, and everyone else to report it. Uh, the Thing's release, Larry, War- Larry Warford, the right guard for The Thing's today, I think it saves them off the top of my head, I want to say seven point seven million on the cap and then he lived like a five million uh dead money. It's sad that I know that just off the top of my head. Um a kind of a move if you you know, obviously with them drafting Raurice in the first round and Peyton was as as candid as it as it was, you know, mm. after the selection, the writing was kinda of on the wall that this is gonna happen. So I was reading on Twitter like there's kind of like go back to it. I'm like, I don't know what people were expecting mm. was going to happen. It, I, right. you know, And obviously, I, I kind of expected them to try to maybe trade him, but obviously there was no takers. So what was your, your sense when they made that move?
1: I mean, it was just like, oh, okay. I mean, it, it really was expected. You know, I mean, like most people, I kind of expected him to at least make it to training camp or at least get traded before then. Because you'd think, I mean, Yeah, he was bad last year, but you would think if, you know, if you run in like a power scheme, a power run game, you would figure, you know, some team would throw a 2022 seventh-round pick or something, you know. But then there's the contract. There's this whole injury history and the COVID-19 thing. So, I mean, you know, teams are just like, eh, you know. And I'm sure they figured out, yeah, they're going to release him anyway since – like you said, Sean was pretty candid about it. Sean was like, Sean said, look, we didn't, we didn't draft Rees to, you know, spank <laughs> so, up so, or, <laughs> or compete. He, he come in and compete for a starting spot. So, you know, I mean, the writing was on the wall, like you said, man. So I just, I kind of took it as like, well, they're all in on Reeves or whoever. Maybe East, like if, you know, if, if uh, Cesar Rees is not like 100% ready, you know, they have Eason there. They paid, a, you know, a decent bit of money. So, you know, he could probably, you know, just come in. Not at, you know, obviously not at center, but probably at the guard spot. You know, And uh, uh, but if it seems like the, the uh, plan is to move McCoy, Eric McCoy over to guard and uh, put Riz there at center, it's just going to be interesting. But it's going to be a young offensive line for the most part.
0: Young, man.
1: Um, yeah, young, <laughs> and athletic, you know, I mean. So you're going to see a lot of more of that stretch zone, that outside zone, uh, a lot of that uh, the screen game. Hopefully, makes a comeback like we used to have. You know, so I don't know. It's interesting.
0: So the first thing I thought of, and as a as a Saints fan, even though we're not emotionally kind of invested as when they play, first thing I I thought of is, man, that's almost what I think Nick on Twitter reported, like right now. They have ten million dollars in cap space, and ten million, you know, for Mickey is oh, <laughs> oh. it's a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> so my my first thought, and I, I even texted you, was like, "Man, are they going to try to bring in like everything, Griff? You know, Griffin? I, I know, found market markets been plummeting as of late, but like it it." it it allows them opportunity if they want to make a move
1: like late, super late in free agency, they right. now have a to do so. Right, right. It just gives them options, even if it's not like Clowney or Everson. Uh, maybe it's maybe you trade for a player in training camp. I mean, who knows? You know what I'm saying? But at least you have that, that wiggle room where you can make a decision. I remember a couple of years ago when uh, DeMarcus Ware, was released by the Cowboys and he just wanted to be with a contender and he was going to take like a, just a decent, like $8 million deal. But at the time we were still kind of trying to work out, you know, Loomis was still trying to do his little cap magic. So he couldn't even like make that call. Like he couldn't even make a call to his agent to that agent because we were still kind of work it out. So I hated, I remember that I was like, Oh, I just hate, like I don't really get trip about cap space, but I hate not having a little savings available. You know to go out and buy that seventy-five inch TV. (laughs) That's
0: that's stimulus money, but anyway.
1: (laughs) But uh, so yeah, that gives us that wiggle room. I don't know if they're gonna make a move, but honestly, they haven't chilled since like the Saints ain't been chilling all off season. Like they've been making none, none, something. So I mean, who knows what we'll see tomorrow? It's so
0: it's so someone one of the. One of the national Twitter guys had kind of said that the Texans were interested in signing, you know, Larry Warford. You know that he was released, and that just kind of upsetting because, like, I still go back to like the perfect trade, and I want to give credit to the person who on Twitter who kind of suggested it. It's not, it's not for me. I'm not the type of person that plagiarizes stuff. <clears throat> um, but. It was the the Larry Warford for Kenny Stills trade suggesting that was thrown out, and I thought like that's that would just been would have been perfect, you know, in terms of the Saints getting Kenny Stills back, kind of fill that wide receiver three position, the Texans get a, a guard that fits their offensive line scheme, and yeah. both both teams are happy. Now we'll we'll wait and see. I don't I, I still don't know if the Texans are gonna assuming a season happens. But I don't, I don't know if the Texans are going to roll into the uh, the season with Randall Cobb, Brandon Cooks, and Kenny Stills. Like, they, they – they, like, those three players have a very redundant skill set. And they're all making pretty – and decent money. And on top of that, Will Fuller. Like, that's a lot of – you know, that's a lot. So I – keep, I keep forgetting about <laughs> Will Fuller It's like <laughs> Don't worry, the, the Texans do too. Um, <laughs> So it was reported. I want to say on Roto World, maybe two weeks ago or three weeks ago, that out of those four, that maybe Kenny Stills would would be like the man, like you know, receiver, like you know. And I was just like, man, that that's a trade that makes sense for both teams. Obviously, you know, it, it didn't happen, but who knows? It, it like you said, like you alluded to, just having that extra pocket change. Because even if there's a training camp, quote unquote, there's there's always surprise. Training camp cuts, bet you know, veteran cuts, and if the Saints want to go out and bring a player in who gets cut from a team unexpectedly, they not have that avail availability. To do so.
1: Yeah, exactly. I just saw on Twitter that uh, our boy Ryan Pace is taking a look at Warford. Warford, so you know,
0: <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> Pace just loves. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> you
0: can't stare, Ryan Pace. Dude, it's man, it's <laughs> can't, can't, I. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine being a Bears fan. I, like, I, I know I harp on the Saints and Sean Payton of how they didn't secure their future at quarterback a lot. And I know I know I read that from a lot, but I couldn't imagine being a Bears fan and and what he did in the path with piss off. just disgusted. Disgusted. Um, <laughs> but anyway, let's uh, you know, so the schedule got released. Mm thursday
1: um
0: it's it's a schedule i mean i know a lot of people get excited for the schedule i'm not trying to diminish that um and i think i think this year more than anything i get the excitement behind the schedule release because
1: we are it man we just
0: something like in and the schedule release gives like hope like you know this is going to be normal and in, in some degree like there'll be football I I don't know how there's gonna be football with fans well, what a
1: quick question what do you think about the NFL's approach this this season because they you know they've kind of just said look we're gonna roll like the season's gonna start we're gonna keep you know we're not saying the season's gonna start but we're gonna roll like it is man I think I so I, I, the NFL I,
0: and I and I felt this when it was free agency and there was the talks of like it it getting pushed back, I never bought it because there at that point, there's no sports at all going on and it allowed the NFL an opportunity to be at the, at the forefront of everything, of everything. And that's, and that's, it's, it's still a business. And the NFL loves having constant coverage and eyes on them. So I never bought for a second that anything was going to get pushed back whether it was going to be the draft free agency um I will say it's it's been a it's been good to have an escape and yeah. I know that there's you know people were mike florio was just just how hot how he is sometimes and people were just like oh it kind of feels weird to be you know these players are getting paid when there's people's like listen like we need something like yeah, And so I think having that escape and also having that sense of normalcy was like, you know, like, there's so much going on in the world and even sometimes in our personal lives with, with this pandemic going on, it allowed there to be like, you know what, I can put my mind on something that isn't 24-hour news coverage of, you know, hospitals or masks right. or whatever it is, and I applaud them for that. Um, right. And plus, too, but going, looking forward to how the gangs are going to go, like I was I think it was Al Breer who said that they get like a hundred million from from the fans from going to the games. And Ooh. at this point, I I just don't know how how they're gonna have games. Um and there's gonna be people there's gonna be people there. Like I don't I, I can't logically
1: right. get how that will work, but Neither me, man. It, neither me. I just don't see it. And I can't. I can't. At and, least at the very least early i don't see it you no. know maybe maybe they kind of scale it up as the season goes along but i mean just right now no there's no there's no
0: there's no way and then if there's no fans like it's kind of weird to think about but imagine <laughs> a ima- okay so ima- imagine our buccaneers saints in the superdome and there is <laughs> no one there <laughs> It'll be it'll it's, it'll be an interesting experience because like I could if I'm the NFL I'm trying to put mics on everybody and obviously that right. might, obviously that might not be able to happen because we know players they 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 talk that's filthy oh um, yeah
1: yeah I don't know
0: how that would be done but like it, it's gonna be absolutely fascinating like quote unquote home field advantage that that's all it's gone
1: it's, yeah, it's going. And I don't know, do you you know, do you allow teams to pump in fake crowd noise? Like do you kind of regulate it? Oh hold or
0: on. I, I think Atlanta Falcons have joined as a participant when you ask that question. I don't
1: I don't know. Part of me says no. I it's that's so weird It's like it's like a laugh track, you know, like on a sitcom, you know. <laughs>
0: That it's, it's it'll, it'll be fascinating. I would say no. I would say no, no crowd noise. Just go out and play football, and whoever's the best team is gonna win. Like just 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 go do that.
1: Um, well, the Dolphins the Dolphins did like propose some kind of a uh, some kind of you know plan that would allow you know people to maintain social distancing while going to a game. I haven't looked at the plan. No idea what it looks like.
0: I I mean I'm still I mean I'm on the mind of I'm I'm fairly confident a season is gonna be held because I there's just no way I could see these owners and these money hungry NFL people letting this
1: Exactly and not just them, I mean the cities, the mayors, the Business owners in those cities. I mean, you're talking about.
0: They. I mean, There's there's gonna be a season. I'm confident of that. I just don't know what that season. It's gonna be the most unique, insane season
1: that that there's ever been. And of course, it's likely breezes last year. You know, our last. You know, our last ride. You know, (laughs) and of course, it's on. (laughs) It's it's the the apocalypse.
0: The weird hey if if this is it for breathe and this is it for humanity just just at god can you just let him get just one more just let him get one like what just, just, just make it. i'm tired of seeing my quarterback walking off the field just with the the most hurt in his eyes like i, did. I can't think anymore i can't um so the The schedule came out. I mean, tonight's really the first night. Like, I've really even like didn't definitely look at it. I, I did look up uh, the the Vegas Raiders game because before the pandemic hit, like that was a game I had like marked I was gonna go. And yeah. to see the ticket prices, I think uh, at who that Homo, uh, aka Eric, posted it first, a thousand dollars to go. Like, even if there are games, it's gonna cost uh eleven hundred dollars to fit in the, <laughs> the Raiders game what? oh you didn't see it oh no well yeah tickets tickets in, in the cheap seats were like 1100 keep in mind it's the first first game in that new new stadium ever but still $1,200 a ticket
1: no no <laughs> uh shout out to Eric by the way man it- That's my dog. One of my he's one of my favorite followers, man. That dude, I laugh at that dude's tweets every day. Eric's wild. Yeah, he wild, man. But man, what for the? I mean, the Death Star is dope, though, man. I just wanted to like go stand in front of it, like you know. uh, The last concert
0: I went to in Vegas, uh, I passed by it when it was almost finished being built. Beautiful stadium. Beautiful stadium. Um, and that's that's for sure was one of the games that I had – I was going to go to. It's four hours away from L.A. If I catch a the flight, it's 45 minutes. Was going to go to it. And I know a lot of us had talked about, you know, us and Hashtag Twitter, getting together in Vegas, turning up, having fun. Not even really worried about going to the game. Like, the game's like extra. Mm-hmm. You know, just going out and having fun. And then the world shuts down, and now tickets are 1,200 – for a seat it'll be right. you know we'll because we'll, it that, that's like week two in in september so we'll even know if we'll even be able to still even go to
1: Vegas right. And, right. Have a <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I was right kind of yeah and I was kind of hoping it'll be a little later in the season the season it's a it's a it's a Monday night football game too so
0: oh, oh. all right so let's let's go through the schedule let's do it like in chunks um Four games, come kind of maybe four games at a time. Actually, we'll do the All first right. the first five because right. then the bye week. Um, but something I Perfect. wanted
1: – Oh, go ahead, go
0: ahead. Uh, something I was going to say is that you had made a good point on, on Twitter earlier is regards to – and it, as a fan, I think as a Saints fan, we know this, but, man, these boys start off slow.
1: Man, slow. So a 50% win percentage in September. Since 2006, you know, so they, you know, they're 8-8, you know what I'm saying? They're 500, you know, on, you know, starting the season. I I just wanted to add for, like, people that's listening, you know, everybody, when the schedule comes out, we all do it. I do it too. We, you know, we look at each team. We say, okay, that's a win, that's a win, that's a loss. Dumb, dumb. Dumb. (laughs) NFL is unpredictable. The Saints are unpredictable. Think about matchups this, this season. Think about matchups. Yes, is unpredictable, unpredictable. But think about matchups. Think about when you play teams, not who you play, but when you play those teams and the matchup you're going to face. Yep. Put that yep. to your mind. Don't think about the win or loss. So just think about where your team is going to be at that time. You know, before you just say, "Oh, it's go- that's a win." It's the Detroit Lions. That's a win. No, be- D- yeah. I think about –
0: that's a great point. I think about matchups and I, go, and I look at quarterbacks. That, yep. if, you, if you keep it in that mindset, it gives you more of a better idea of kind of what to expect. And, you know, this is a bad example, but you would think that a Saints team facing the Washington Redskins against a rookie quarterback in RG3, you're like, oh, that's week one. He's, he's going to struggle week one. <laughs> that's a W. Yeah.
1: Wrong.
0: Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the first five before the bye week, so the first five is home against the Bucks, the, the new Bucks with, with Brady and Gronk. Um week two they travel to and it, who he even knows. Like it may be where they're they may have it where it's like the NBA where there's only like four cities that can I, I don't know. But let's yeah. pretend like this season. So then after that they're gonna go to Vegas and take and on the Raiders and they're home against the Packers, then they go on the road against the Lions, and then they're home against the Chargers. So in those first five games, what what jumps out to you?
1: I mean, obviously the first game is, you know, Tom Brady. All eyes will be on that one. Uh, I, I think, you know, even though we struggled in those, especially those week one games, Saints might have an edge because of the whole, Covid nineteen, no training, shortened training camp, and all that stuff. Brady, you know, Brady takes time. Patriots are kind of notorious for taking time to get them groove. I know he's not with the Patriots anymore, but I'm just saying, we, you know, we we might have a chance in that game. You know, maybe the the, the Tampa Bay Bucks might not be all together. That stands out. And obviously, week three, uh, Green Bay. You know, I mean, that's a, what's that, a Sunday night football game?
0: It is a Sunday yeah, night football game.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, Frauds. Green Bay, A Rod, pissed off, you know what Brod. I'm saying? Jordan Love looking at him, you know, staring <laughs> over his shoulder, you know? It's, you know, it's, it's going to be a fun game. I mean, those games are always good anytime Drew Brees and uh, A Rod plays. And, uh, you know, sneaky good is the Chargers. You know, Chargers coming to the dome. You know, I don't know who – I don't know if the rookie's going to be playing uh, uh, Herbert, Justin Herbert.
0: <laughs> See, but, uh, he, he's so sleepy you don't even remember his name.
1: name. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> what's his name? Justin Abair, <laughs> Bobby Abair. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I, he should be playing it by that time. Like Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, like, tar- no, Tyrod's not holding it. it. <laughs> stop it. It's a two-game max with Tyrod Taylor. We know mm-hmm. what we're going to get, you know. But uh, though yeah, those are some interesting games in the first. You know, I mean, I always start the season off saying, I hope we go like two and two, and if you're looking at the five, maybe three and two. You know, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah, I think that's fair. Three and two hand to the bye. Um, it's it's it, of course the Bucs game was going to be week one. Like, of course it was. Yeah. Like, there's there's yeah. too much there's too much hype and and pizzazz about it. Um, the what a sneaky game like that that Packers game is to me is kind of one of the of last season of who who were who was the real contender to beat the 49ers because obviously the yeah. Packers played them in the NFC Championship and obviously the Saints feel like it should have been them um, so you have a team that the Saints feel it should have been them and the Packers are trying to prove themselves because we don't know if they're 13 and three on was quote unquote. I mean, obviously it was real, but like how yeah. legitimate was it? Um, yeah. So in these, in these three, five games, something I kind of want to bring up is, and I think we've talked about it before. before I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast is we, we talked about the Saints slow starts. There's also been times when, and I think this is maybe his, his biggest criticism as as a player is Marshawn Lattimore yeah. Consistency, especially kind of right. at the start of the season, um, sometimes it's like he's like a little sleepy time, yeah. and so if you if you look at that, so week one he's probably going to be shouting Mike Evans as always, and week two, which which he's had except except the one time I got to see
1: him play in person when you and Go me get to see him play in person, he, he was on lay a laying flat face on the ground on the turf. <laughs> Usually has a good game against Mike Evans. But then you go to week two, he
0: I, I maybe he's he's you know going against Tyrell Williams. You know, maybe he's he's going against Henry Ruggs. Week three, to me that's the that's that's the game. Because week three well, he, to me He, he gonna was, be up for that. that. That was the game where his rookie season, I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. He he had Devontae Adams
1: and yep. and Slidell. And man, man, it was beautiful. I know I I've heard that I would never forget the play. Oh, uh I think it was it was a cover three. It sure was. He he yeah. comes he comes off his zone most like as a Saints fan who has been as as
0: we have been dying for a good cornerback play for so long, like we thought that was a Da Vinci painting. Like it was <laughs> beautiful. <laughs>
1: what is this? Dude, what is this? Because I mean there's no way any other Saints cornerback, every other Saints no. cornerback is looking, you know, at the sky or looking at the, looking for the ball or something. But he just lets the lets the other receiver go and he tracks Devontae Adams and he's oh my god, it was just beautiful. It was I was like Beautiful. <laughs> it was like was like seeing like a sunset. Like
0: it was just oh, everything you, So he like I'm just going down just the, the first fives and then Detroit, he, he's talking about young Galladay. Um, maybe Marvin Jones, and then week five, just Keenan Allen. Like, that first five week of just receivers for the defense and the secondary in general, uh-huh. that, is, that is kind
1: of a murderer's role
0: of our receivers. Yeah,
1: man. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I'm hoping – like, I'm hoping Marshawn Lattimore, I, I hope he's watching last dance and just watching that Jordan mentality. You know, I, he's never going to have that Jordan mentality. I mean, that's <laughs> – it's, it's, it's very some, rare.
0: Some athletes have it, and some, like, Michael Thomas has it, right? Like yeah, exactly. Drew Brees has it. And this exactly. isn't – and I hope, like, I don't think any anyone on the Saints is going to listen to our podcast. But let's say if Marshawn listens to this, like, I hope he doesn't take, like, offense in what we're saying. But I, I hear what you're saying. Like, just having that, that dog, I want to be the best, I want to put in the work to be the very best – like, because there are stretches where he is, like, unreal in terms of, yeah. of what he brings on the field. Yeah. So then so then they have their bye week. And so then I'm going to group the, I'm gonna group the, the rest in, in fours. So they are at home against Carolina, and then they go to Chicago with MVP Mitch. Then they're going to go to Tampa Bay after the Chicago game, and they're home to the
1: 49ers. Obviously the Forty ers game is uh, you know, everyone's gonna have that one circled just because, you know, not even because, you know, it's two good teams. It's just, you know, the the masterpiece that Sean Payton and Kyle Shanahan had put man. together last year. Like <laughs> if I if we just if, if, if I wish I wasn't a Saints fan that day. Oh I man. Wish I could have just watched <laughs> it as just a regular football fan. Because that was beautiful, man. I mean, it was gorgeous. Like offensive football, like that was just crack. You yeah, know? It was. It really, it really was, man. <laughs> just, so, so you know, I, that's gonna be a good one. Like I expected, you know. Um. Oh. Yeah. Go ahead. I was.
0: I was gonna. You know. So the camp, The Panthers game is the first meeting with uh, against Teddy, Joe Brady. Um all that
1: and then what do you what do you expect from the Panthers man
0: I think they're a, I think they're a rebuilding team that doesn't necessarily see themselves as a rebuilding team hmm. like hmm. i like if you go if i i just if you go down their roster and look at their talent like they lo- they lost Luke Keekley hmm. they like they're not they're not they're, they're places on their team where they're very talent deficient um, and I think they're trying to be competitive in the NFL world without trying to be completely like the Miami Dolphins. You know what I'm saying? Like, cool. I think they're trying to completely bottom out. But I, I think the the coverage kind of bare. Now, keep in mind, there's so many question marks. I mean, I don't think there's a lot of question marks about Joe Brady because I think people know what, you know, expect his concepts or maybe what he may bring into a team. But just as a team, I think it, it's kind of foreign. They, you know, they have DJ Moore. Um, uh, they, they have talent. It's just, you know, they've also just lost. Know. You don't know. You They're completely a, a wild card.
1: I mean, Matt Rule, Matt Rule. You have Matt Rule coming from college. You have Joe Brady. You know, he had a little stint in the NFL. He was an offensive assistant, you know. But, you know, he, he had his stint at LSU where he didn't really call plays, but, you know, he designed – you know, he contributed heavily. Uh, and uh, I don't remember their dif- defensive coordinator's ha- uh, name, but I think he's from college too. So, you know, it's very little NFL experience. And th- that doesn't really mean anything, but you could just you – know, I just get the feeling is going to be a kind of work in progress, kind of like uh, Kingsbury in Arizona last year, where you saw what he could bring to the table, but he kind of had to adjust – as he kept going and kind of learn on the job, you know
0: but I think the difference between arizona and and the pan and the Panthers and this is no slight to Teddy. shout out to Teddy who won five games for the Saints when no one expected him to, but Kingsbury had you know has Kyler and right uh, and uh, Teddy is Teddy is all I'm gonna say yeah yeah, um, yeah. and so i I I mean, as we know, like there were some games last season and some of the throws he made that were just would have, have you like not like we're not even super <laughs> into the games, but we're like, what is this? What are you doing? <laughs> just, you
1: just didn't watch. Happened. You didn't watch that Dallas game live, right? I Dude, I, did not, you, I was flying back from Hawaii, so I did not see a second of the man. When he took he took a third down sack, they were in uh they were in field goal field position. range, yeah. so field goal range, and he took a third down sack. I mean, I I cut so bad, man. And Drew Brees, that was that shot of Drew Brees where he was like just rubbing his face, like what the what the f is this? <laughs> <laughs> but thank goodness for uh, you know the defense, you know. Came the so I mean. Th- I think they're a fascinating team to
0: just because I, I said all that. I said DJ Moore. I, said DJ, I didn't even like how much more can Christian McCaffrey do? like? They are gonna <laughs> they are they are gonna run him legitimately to the ground. Like Cap,
1: you know, I could go all day. <laughs> He's just he, poor guy. He he might have to. Okay, so I would say
0: though in that stretch, that's a good. I guess out of the, the Niners game, I would expect the Saints probably do, to be favored in all – in three of those games when the yeah. Niners game is, quote, unquote, at home, and even though there's not a home-field advantage. I would still probably maybe give the – you know, probably Vegas would give the Saints like a a, a plus three I – I can't do – I don't know what that
1: means. Yeah, like a plus – like a, like a 3.5, 3.5. Yeah,
0: so they should be favored in all. So then the next four is home Falcons – at Broncos, at Falcons, at oh. Philly. What the the two Falcons games in within three weeks is gross. Oh. That is disgusting. And then they go to they go to Denver in that altitude with Drew Locke and, you know, maybe a rebound in defense and a lot of offensive weapons with Courtin Sutton, Jerry Judy, um KJ Hamler, Noah Fant. Like that, that's a that's a that's that's a. and I I know, I mean, people who are listening to this who hate the Falcons, like I get it. Like I understand the Falcons here, but also I think you kind of look at it from you gotta kinda take the Homer glasses off a little bit and try to look at it a little bit in a neutral like during, you know, offensively, they can put up points. Yeah. And so that's a that's a weird stretch of four games, but
1: Atlanta yeah, and, and we know it's it's never an easy win. I mean, come on, you know, I mean it kept the Saints' offense under ten points last year. One of the what, I think only two times under Sean Payton they've been nailed that low. So we know you know anything can happen when we play the Falcons. So yeah, so I mean I wouldn't give I wouldn't make that a gimme. And then Denver, Sean Payton and Drew Brees have never been Denver together. That's the only team have never beaten. Also, um, I was at the last Saints Falcons uh, game with
0: Ke- with Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> the the blocked extra point step out game. I was there, so. Oh my goodness! I've seen some awful Saints losses in person. Awful, <laughs> awful. And Brandy then, Cook. Oh my god! So, to, so to this, I, obviously, I haven't. I haven't Seen like a plethora of, of home Saints game, but I've I've seen my fair share up to this point. When he caught that the pass when Drew drove him down the field, um, and you know we were expected to go up or whatever in the game. Loudest I've heard the Superdome that I've been to in person that wow. it erupted, and then.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> You it's, it's 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 a comedy. You just, it's it's a different type of darkness, man. I'm it, sorry, it is, man. It, it is. Um, and
0: then and then they they go to Philly, and mm. that's that's not a, a a obviously not a gimme either. And Hell Philly no. Philly is a sleepy, t- like a kind of under the radar team for this upcoming season. Like if they're healthy, they can be pretty. They can be dangerous.
1: Oh yeah, I mean it could be fine. I mean Carson Wentz. I mean I have my criticisms of him. Man, I, he, wonder, I, I wonder about how he reacts to the lights. Is he the guy? I don't, I don't know. I know. I know our boy Patrick Claiborne hates that type of stuff. But, like, I, I I just remember when we played him. What was that? 2018 when we played the uh, Philly. We've never. The oh, that, that. Yeah, it was. Yeah,
0: it was the. It was after the game that Peter King had did that piece where Sean Payton yeah. basically wanted the game to be in Carson Wentz's hands, which is yeah, a yeah, very yeah, telling, exactly.
1: telling, thing. And I also just remember there was a shot. I don't know. He was they were maybe down seven. They weren't down a lot. And, man, his eyes, he just looked frazzled. Like, like he, I mean, and you don't see that with Nick Foles, you know. I mean, he's a better quarterback than Nick Foles, but he just looked like shot, you know. And, and I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that means nothing. Maybe it's just me just being, a, you know, an armchair psychologist or something, you know. But,
0: but every, it, it's interesting because there are some games where I see Carson Woods play, and those are few and far between just because of his, you know, his health, but and the injuries. But I have often asked myself the question out – kind of not out loud, but, like, just, like, is he really, like, the guy? Like, yeah. like I mean, yeah. I, I think – Maybe maybe it's not a fair question to ask, like, but like I I've asked myself like, is he really the guy for him to be, you know, for him being a number one overall
1: pick? But I'll say he show he did show something last year They say they were so beat up, uh, lack he of did. lack of talent. You know, he kind of just kept pushing and kept you know kept pulling the triggers. So I mean that yeah, that's going to be a good game though. I think you know anytime you play at Philly is going to be tough. And uh, you know they're a little more talented this year. I don't know how much talented, but that, that's gonna that, be a big one. That stretch there is is a tough stretch because that starts that three. That's a three game road on the road. Yes, they, the Saints are a good road team now, but three games on the road is just not easy. I don't care who you are.
0: It's okay, Ryan, because you know what? You know what their next two home games are. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you the Super Bowl winning Chiefs, followed by the Vikings, who people told me that the Saints were going to steamroll in the playoffs.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And then they end at Carolina, at Panthers, and then the Vikings game
1: is on Christmas. Christmas. So, you travel to Philly, then you get Kansas City at home, and then you get a short week against the Vikings. Oh.
0: Just, uh, I will say that the the Saints hope hope at that point will have done so well previously up to the season, and I don't I don't remember if this is a if this is oh this is the year where it's only going to be one you know one seat yeah. per conference.
1: So yeah, yeah, it's one seat or you're gonna you know, you're gonna wild card weekend wild card weekend <laughs> maybe. Um, so
0: the. And I had read something that said the the highest predicted Super Bowl, I think, in Vegas right now is Saints and and Chiefs. And I, no, no, thank you. I I, I want nothing to do with anything like that. But that, that
1: closing stretch is brutal. Yeah, man, it's. Oh, I mean, man, seeing Mahomes come to the dome. Oh man! No, thank you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> be so ill the entire game. I am gonna oh. be disgusted the entire game. He is uh, so ridiculous, man. Like, I don't know how you defend that. I don't. So,
0: not not that it's any re- anything remotely close to real life, but I was playing uh, Matt and with like updated rosters last week and I was like, oh, let me, let me play a game against the Chiefs. I probably felt as pissed off and as frustrated as defensive coordinators feel playing against their offense. <laughs> it, 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 there's just, I, I, you, there's there's only so much you can do, like in terms of, Whoa. cause as a defense, even when your defense does the right thing and you, and you take the opposite play away, he's so good at making plays outside of structure. And I I think the the thing that consistently elevates him above like those of even someone like Deshaun Watson or, or, um, or Lamar is that he, the way he can throw it on the run with how far he can throw it and his
1: accuracy, it's, it's, there's no words for it. There's no Uh, words for it. Man, it's, and you know, people compared him to Brett Favre, but he doesn't make as many stupid decisions.
0: He doesn't, you know? which is, I think when I when I scouted him, I I, I think I, I think I deleted the tweets. I think there was a the point where I, I was asked to delete all my tweets. But I think a comparison I made for him and I I I'll try to look for it, is I did compare him. I said I think his ceiling is being a more better version of Aaron Rodgers at Aaron Rodgers' prime, and I think oh. he's and I think yeah. he well on his way of of doing that which is insane it's absolutely insane um because insane. we me and you talked about it his first time as the first year started he goes to the afc championship his second year as a full-time starter he, he wins a super bowl um so sky's the limit but that said People like I, I feel like people are like, are you gonna like secretly be rooting for like Patrick Mahomes when I mean, play? Oh, stop it! Stop! No, no. calm, no. calm down, calm down. Um, I don't—I don't have a goddamn Florida lease tattoo on my arm for no goddamn reason. <laughs> like, relax. Um, so I mean, that's the schedule. We're not gonna give win losses. we not. I will ask you this because I know people are gonna want to know what, just, just not not going to do each game. Give me a a prediction of for their record. Uh,
1: I mean, I, I think eleven and five. You know, eleven and five, twelve and four is fair. You know, I mean, with if say they went thirteen and three, that's yeah, that's like three years <clears throat> straight. I mean, that just doesn't happen a lot. Like, I'm just looking at it from an odd standpoint. And you look at it
0: from the standpoint of it's the NFC, and you made this yeah. point, like the NFC is brutal it's brutal, It's not like the patriots who've been who were lollygagging in the afc east for a decade like a decade plus like the nfc is a brutal
1: brutal conference i mean i'm just looking at the schedule like the worst nfc team is the lions and it's not like they're bad i mean they have matt stafford I'm just saying like it's they're
0: Matt not, Stafford. Right, they're not a bad. I just I think I have such a dislike towards Matt Patricia that like Yeah, me
1: too. Like I don't <laughs> I don't think they're not a good team, but it's not like Matt Stafford can't throw four or five touchdowns on you. I
0: mean he I mean, he's done that against the Saints
1: before, so Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I mean, that's the worst team on the on the schedule as far as uh and it's just the NFC goes. What they would you say talking. What would
0: you say the worst like the the team on the schedule? that has the least amount of talent got the face.
1: I mean, i gotta say i wanted to say the raiders but i think i'm gonna go panthers
0: yeah man i, I agree with you because i was i, I think it's panthers too
1: I yeah, think it's- and then they still will probably <laughs> make it tight you know what i'm saying oh, of course
0: all it takes is one christian mccaffrey touchdown run and someone misses a tackle yeah. and well, yeah, exactly. you know, we we know how the story goes. Um, right. So yeah, I was I was thinking I was thinking around the lines of like twelve and four ish yeah. around there um, as a good, you know. And the crazy thing is, like twelve and four, still not you may not even secure like a one seat,
1: Oh, it might. You might be like a fourth seat <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Absolutely, <that's> absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Like I, and I just think about like 2006, we were, weren't we, yeah, we were a second seed and we were 10 and six and we got the two seed. I was like, why didn't that happen anymore? Like, why, <laughs> why can't, you know, why can't we get blessed like that? You know? No, not, not. Cause anymore. I really, I just, I just feel like that bye week in the playoffs is so important, man. Like, Oh, especially with, with,
0: Drew, obviously, up, you know, up in age, you know, giving some rest, injuries. It's, it's huge. It's, and it's huge. And I, even any, field, any coach would tell you they would probably still prefer the bye week as opposed to, like, momentum, you know, the winning with, like, well, the last three games. Like, they, they, want, they want the bye week. They want their, the players to get rest and heal and, you know, it gives them more time to, to prepare.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. And, you know, you, you mess around and you get that Saturday wild card game. Uh-oh. Not on
0: NBC. Uh-oh.
1: Uh, oh, please. I don't <laughs> want it. We
0: didn't even touch on the, the Vikings game. We we know what that – so I hope any – I think – I hope any Saints fan that kind of just thought that it was just going to be a walk in the park, park when the Saints played them in the playoffs last season, like, please, just just stop. Um, I hope I hope that was a lesson to any – any fan even the the Falcons game the you know the first me and Falcons when the Falcons gave handed them you know beat the Saints stop stop with the like the homerism like if you're listening to this podcast let's chill on the homerism a little bit cuz it's it's the NFL like yeah. bad teams can beat good teams because ultimately there's not a whole separation between a bad team and a good team like usually so, it's on, it's it's on the coaching and yeah. if uh, I love Sean Payne as coach but sometimes he, he can get out coached it yeah. happens and so yeah, Bill, Bill Belichick gets out coached it happens to everybody it happens so like just can we just chill and just just every game is going to be a Saints win because we should know by now that that is absolutely not the case Um, but any other thoughts on the, on the schedule or just in general before we get out of here
1: no man I, I mean I just you know feel like it's a, it's a tough schedule. I know the strength of schedule has it like middle of the pack, but strength of schedule means absolutely nothing when you're looking at trying to you know, analyze it based off last season. I just think uh, with the talent they have, you know, it's a definitely a – the Saints should be a winning team. They should win more than 10 games with the schedule. But other than that, I'm just really just curious about what the season looks like, man.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's going to be fascinating in terms of how it's all going to play out. I I'm I still think 95% like there there will be a season. I just think there's too much money oh. to to be to be lost. It would just be fascinating to see what that looks like. And if it's going to be on time, you know, they the season the um the schedule makers kind of put contingency plans much similar to how it was after the lockout in 2011 where if they oh. get pushed back or something like they've kind of Gave giving them like a cushion, um, or gave giving them some some outs in terms of you know playing games later on the line.
1: But it's mm-hmm. it's gonna be
0: it's gonna be fascinating to see how it all how it all happens. And you know this this might be the season where you know if you if you had planned on going to the games like invest in a invest in a 75 inch TV and just enjoy the pain that way. That's you know it, it, it may not be any live games. Um, so. Just kind of, like i said we're finishing this emergency podcast out um we may have a couple of things under our sleeves um you know working on kind of getting to the works um we potentially um are working on a doing another episode episode with greg cosell where we're going to mm-hmm. potentially try to do uh like a mailbag episode so if you're a part of hashtag hashtag thanks twitter you're listening to this um well i think ryan's already set up a Saints a hashtag Saints uh, Gmail account where you can send a send it will we'll, he'll, he'll post the details on his, on his Twitter. Um, well, you'll if you have a question, you can you know, question for Greg Cosell and the questions awesome. that we that we're looking for for Greg. Um, it's kind of like football porn questions, like we don't want like yeah. generic, like oh, what do you like, like? We like Greg is a great football mind, so if we're bringing him on and he's utilizing his time, we, we want like really smart about questions so if you have those type of smart questions um we'll we'll post the instructions of how to get back and on on sending those in um and then we'll try to see how many we can can do per you know for the episode and kind of go from there
1: and i just want to comment on greg uh greg was man like he was just a good guy you know i i was really nervous about contacting him this is a guy i kind of like i've looked up to for like the past eight or so years you know, just really, you know, uh, consuming his content and just making me like a better football, uh, you know, kind of a football nerd. So, but he was really just cool, and just he, you could tell he just really enjoyed talking football with us. That's, that's, so, it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, it was that was dope, man. Like it was. was like we could have ended it right there, and never done another podcast. I was cool. <laughs>
0: uh, it's funny too because I remember I was texting. I was like, man. Like I feel like I, I was nervous. Like I was gonna, like, like I was going out on a, like a first date. Like <laughs> gotta get gotta get all professional and <laughs> I couldn't couldn't be myself. But it was it was truly it was it was great. It was great. Um, it was just a very not even eye opening because I feel like we both know so much about the game of football. But even that yeah. said, like it was still kind of like man, like this is this is deep. <laughs> like yeah right um so if you're a fan if you're a fan of that football knowledge like that and you have questions specifically pertaining to the saints offensively defensively players but in a very detailed way um we're gonna um ryan's gonna post the instructions of sending those questions in and we don't know when we're gonna record with greg again but you know we We got time yeah we, 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 we ain't doing nothing um so that said, we're going to get out of here. You can follow Ryan on Twitter. It's at thatboywoof. I'm not going to even put my Twitter handle out in the ether. It's pointless. It, it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense for anyone to try to follow me unless mm-hmm. you already do. Nope. Um, so, so with that, we're going to get out of there. We're out. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.